0: All right, so everyone, welcome back to the DBA podcast. Today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different. And right now I have my my man, Isaiah Swift. He's actually going to be our first guest on the show. And I'm really, really excited to have him add some value onto here too. So Isaiah, you know, just want to give like like a brief sort of intro about yourself and see exactly you know, what's going on within your own life.
1: What's up, everybody? My name is Isaiah Swift. I am 21 years old and a senior at Norfolk State University. About a little over a year ago, I, um, so basically, going to college my freshman year, um, I received a full-ride scholarship as well as several um, additional scholarships to the grant money. And um, the unique thing about that was when I graduated high school, I didn't even have a 4.0. A GPA, and I didn't think, you know, when I was in high school, I wasn't really like the sharpest tool in the shed, didn't think college would ever be an option, because of like, um, just not having a lot of money growing up, and so, um, it, it just worked out that I, I had that motivation, something sparked in me to apply to scholarships after winning my first one in my sophomore year, which was like $100. I get a full ride to college, uh, I come in contact um, through social media with this guy named Matt Maddox and um, I find out that he has a publishing company. Uh, he's uh, looking in, in, in the process of like helping people get their book done in like 30 days or something like that. And I sign up and that's how I started the process of writing and publishing um, my first book, through Publishing, Unlock Your Greatness. I called it uh, Eight Ways to Be Successful in High School and Beyond. And I talk about um, how I applied myself in high school, even though I wasn't like a straight A student. And, um, man, now I'm just a senior in college. My major is in finance. Finance has nothing to do with writing a book. But um, the way I look at it, it's just, like, it's important to have that versatility and to be well-rounded and then just take advantage of all that you can take advantage of at a young age, Um, eventually, and, like, ultimately, you know, you can't go wrong with, like, a finance degree. It'll, It'll probably help you more than it will hurt you. Um, and then also like a a kind of in a way I was able to build this brand as a student going to college Um, you don't find too many that publish a book um, that do uh, I had earlier this year and a door opened up for me to do a TEDx talk um, in in San Francisco California and um, now in a few weeks working on my own podcast um, and then I never met you Jerson in person it's so crazy how like we kind of got introduced to each other through Maddox Publishing. When I, I wish that I would have, um, read your book first, then wrote my book. And I never <laughs> had a chance to tell you this because you did a really great job on Team 10, man. Thank like, you. Like, first Thank of all, you. that book was so thick, bro. It's like, you had a lot to say.
0: that So man. much value <laughs> and
1: wisdom. And uh, I remember, like, sure. like, one chapter, you even talking about, like, the food, the type of foods to eat that were, like, healthy for your body. Mm-hmm. And you were talking mm-hmm. about, um, Having that that balance and, and that being physically that physical wellness and everything, but like you did an awesome job, man. On, on appreciate teaching. that, bro.
0: I appreciate like that.
1: Like my my little short little seventy-something page book, and like I I'm probably going to sit down soon and, and put out another one. But um, like I'm really excited like the po- podcast route that I'm going. Um, also my senior year, and also really proud of you. And also I'm on the um dba podcast dream believe achieved man hey, Dream, believe,
0: don't get any better than this <laughs> absolutely bro absolutely dude like, that was a great great intro man so one of like one of like the actual two things that i would really want to go deep you know on this episode with you is actually the whole entire book publishing route and then also right. like dude from what i've seen bro you're like a master at speaking dude like you have spoken on so many stages you were also talking about how you just booked your first TEDx talk like dude that's freaking amazing man
1: oh my goodness I was so nervous man so nervous.
0: <laughs> tell me tell me t- tell me like how exactly did you even like reach mm-hmm. out like how did you get on TEDx like that next mm-hmm. stage you know what was like, so- that process like
1: you are like in this market industry, I don't even know what you call like the e the e-course, the selling courses. Everybody's doing that. Um mm-hmm. I I started to do it, but then I backed away from it. But um I was reaching out to this company that basically and I knew nothing about TEDx talks. I, I just said to myself, okay, I have a book, what's the next step? Since um I'm in college right now, sometimes it can be difficult trying to write books, especially when you can be like a tad bit of a perfectionist. Um, you know, what is something that I can do like to build? And so I was looking in doing a TEDx talk within my area. Um, and what I did was I reached out to this company. They uh, supposedly booked TEDx talks for like business owners that don't have time to apply for one. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, you know, $5,000 fees and $10,000 fees to get you like a guarantee. Guaranteed yeah. <laughs> one. I mean, a, a lot of people are in that business. Everybody wants $10,000 like and I mean, and then, you know, which is nothing wrong with that, but when you're in college is that's just not, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is what, um, motivated me to say, you know what, like, I'm going to really just go online. Cause a lot of times the answer is already on, on the internet. You just got to sit down and like apply yourself, make time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I applied for a lot of, uh, TEDx applications, um, that were available locally uh specifically where i'm from in virginia east coast and like i had no luck no success at all very unfortunate um and then finally like man it just after getting like all my applications denied or you know how that is just people saying Mm -hmm. you know so i get this um this i put in my application i I believe it was a uh essay i had to do if i'm not mistaken i can't remember the questions they asked and then i had to do a, a phone interview and um an opportunity came up and this was for a, t- a tedx talk in los altos california for people who don't wow. know where that is it's like what, 10 minutes from um san francisco Sweet. and so that worked out perfectly and it helped the fact that i was a college student um and a tedx uh, no 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 a college student and you know had published a book because um i was the only speaker on the program that you know had done that before i was the first speaker um, it was also, like, a really good cultural experience. Like, I was the only, like, black guy in a room. The um, California has, like, a lot of um minority, like, the uh, Latino, Hispanic, and, like, um the Caucasians there. Um, but, gotcha. like, that was a really, really, really great experience. I loved it. There were, like, 125 students at a high school that I went to. And, um, I mean, I had about four months of preparation. Keep in mind, like, I had never been a professional speaker, at least consider myself one. Just like uh, gotcha. the only really practice I had was, you know, speaking gigs here and there and, um, courses that I took in college that were required. So man, I get you know, on stage, like, I'm just like, I, you know, I, I'm just the first speaker eight o'clock in the morning, man. And, um, <laughs> the read, the guy kept, I I kept saying, I said you sure? You want me to go first. Um, because the kids are sleeping in the morning, you know, like anybody like mm-hmm. all up and, and gibbity and everything. And he said, well. They are. They might be a little tired, but it's it's going to be a packed crowd because it's the morning. Um, Mm -hmm. So I said, "Okay, that makes sense." And like, I just remember sitting in the back, and my name was called, man. And like, I ran on stage or whatever, walked on stage, and like, went blank, you know. And I think that happens typically. (laughs) um, (laughs) that, That if you if you have never like been a speaker before, and that has never happened to you, it's going to happen. You know, it shouldn't always happen, but. Yeah, that happens like, that, you know, you go get up there, you see the people, you go blank, the lights were off in the audience. They only had the lights on in the stage area. And yeah, um, the, the good thing about that, and I'm glad that happened, you know, because it allowed me to really kind of empty out everything that I knew. And it was that authentic, authenticity there and like that value. And it was just like everything just coming straight. You know, I was straight from the heart. I was the only um, presenter that didn't have a PowerPoint presentation. So I just talked like 16 minutes straight, you know, off the top of my head, but just mm-hmm. gave everything that I had. Um, and like that thing, I mean, it, a lot of random people have been like calling me and just pretty much saying how much they enjoyed it. Um, looking at it, you know, like literally they just been saying, you know, awaken the greatness within. I've gotten feedback from like people in their 60s saying how it made them, because typically older people, they don't, they don't really like taking advice from guys in their twenties or whatever, but they were saying how you really made me reflect back on the ambition that I had when I was your Mm -hmm. age. I mean, like it has like what, 60,000 views. Now I just did it in April.
0: Sweet, sweet. So,
1: um, great, great experience, man. Great opportunity. And so that's, that's another reason why I really wanted to kind of, um, do the podcast and go that route. Uh, and get that up in a few weeks. I'm gonna be um oh, you know all on social media obviously when it comes out like the um the official name and everything just gotcha. pushing it just pushing it so I love that, bro. that's how that, that happened man
0: I love that man I love that so dude one main thing about that that story that really did sort of like touch me is how you were talking about all of these people sort of reaching out after you know that great great sort of you know talk and what mm-hmm. like what like you personally What type of value or like what kind of you know feeling does that give you? And Mm -hmm. and like and like also from like what sort of place made you turn from you know all nervous and like going blank to like then being able to like deliver and then resonate with that audience?
1: Well, the reason that like from going blank to being able to deliver, um, it's just I, I can only talk about what I've experienced and what I know, you know what I mean. So like I talked about I told a story I think in the talk and I don't want to like tell too much of it. I I would appreciate if everybody could go on YouTube and type in I S A I A H Isaiah Swift. Um Link will be down below. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll be right there. As soon as you type my name, like you'll see it. Um but I can only talk about like so when I was in the third grade, I was saying how I used to sell um candy in the classroom. I think every entrepreneur has sold candy in the classroom in third grade. I would go to the store, get the bag of candy, come to school, sell it. You know what I mean? And like, just that's <laughs> yeah, what mm-hmm. kind of sparked that entrepreneurial desire and innovation within me. Um, and then I was saying how find your gift before you find your college degree. I think that's a lot. Even though I went to college, mm-hmm. and I okay. think it's um, certain uh, aspects of it is very beneficial. I feel like a lot of young people, you know, they do not take the time to really like discover what their gifts are and whatever that market or that sure. thing that you're doing, sure. like discovering or trying to figure out if it brings you fulfillment. You know what I mean? We just kind of settle for the degree cause you want to be an engineer or whatever and get the six figure job. But, um, you know, you, you don't really, that is that passion there. You know what I mean? And so like what I've tried to do is yeah. a little bit of, um, people always say, you know, Isaiah, you, you must be a uh, dual focused or dually focused because I've like had been able to do some things outside of the classroom, but then I've also kind of me being a senior in college, uh, kind of exemplified, like, Hey, you can still go with your degree, but also, you know, I had scholarships to kind of help me. So it wasn't like, I, I just ran into all of this debt. Um, so True. like, like I said, I can, I know based on what I know and what I've lived out, that's how I can get up and like kind of just speak and talk and share from that place. I can't get up and talk about stuff. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about man. Um, but that's, that's the part that made it easier for me.
0: So, Absolutely.
1: Then, then, you know, there's high school. Like I, I've been, I've been 16, 17 before you have. And so like, you know, you can always reach back and, you know, might, not, might not be able to like tell everybody or give everybody advice on like their specific story, but you know, you can, there is something that you can say, you know what I mean? We're not, that far apart in age and so that also helped as well if it was a crowd over 40 i don't know if the talk would have been that great (laughs) but (laughs) um, because people like you know marriage and everything like that some stuff i can't i can't help you one but um that that was the perfect audience and it's all about knowing your audience you know what i mean knowing your market and um you know just going for it man as you only get one chance to be 21 are you 19 18 19
0: I'm about to be nineteen in like three days.
1: <laughs> man, you only get one chance to be nineteen, man.
0: One chance.
1: Like, like the yeah. fact that you've um started a podcast and already building relationships uh this early, like bro. When you turn twenty nine, just don't forget about me, please. <laughs> Ten years likewise, now, bro, likewise. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be on a whole nother uh whole nother, um level. So congratulations.
0: We both will, my friend. <laughs> both Thank will. you. But yeah, man. Absolutely love that answer. And one main thing, like one key thing, from what like I've seen personally, like also getting feedback, you know, from my book Teen Ten, one one of like the biggest things, and also like it was something that you were touching up on, is you know discovering what that gift is. How exactly okay. did that process look like for for like you specifically? You know, going from high school to college.
1: Um, you mean as far as like the the financial part or like the um, adapting, I guess.
0: I would say sort of both like, like where, what sort of breakthroughs did you have that just allowed you to like discover that gift before going like, Mm -hmm. you know, going to college and choosing that major?
1: I I would say it was more so of um, where I spent a lot of my time. Um, Mm -hmm. My uncle uh, gave me some advice and he told me he was like, you know, when you get to college, you know, as boring or dull as it might sound, stay in the library. And um, that—that's the advice that I just really took and applied because I mean, where else are you? What else are you gonna do? In the library, it's a, a higher chance that by it's, it's less noise, it's less of a crowd. You'll get more of your work done. Um, you'll get a hit. You know, you got a computer there, you got books there. You know, I in my in my personal my college library. I just found out there was like a video production studio that students can go and access for free. There was a podcast studio that people can go and access for free, a photography wow, room. Great. Like, I mean, it just, you got study rooms that you can go in. And so, I mean, that's, that's the advice that I kind of took. And that's what, um, the, the habits that I tried to build, you know, I, I try to keep like a schedule that is um, meticulous. And so I, you know, just go to school, go to class, take a break, take a nap or sometimes, you know, go to the library, do this, do that. And I try to like, I try my best to follow that path. You know what I mean? Um, And you mentioned finding your gifts. You have to look at where you spend a lot of your time because that's going to pretty much determine like where, what in the world your future is going to look like. And so um, uh, I'm trying to think where did I, now my first book, I wrote it mainly, in like quiet spots so libraries coffee shops my bedroom you know anywhere that i could find like just silence and and there wasn't a whole lot of noise that's where i was able to really think clearly uh able to articulate what i was trying to all the the crazy and all everything that be going on in your mind how do you put this on paper and, and try to make the stories make sense um and so that's you know what kind of worked for me and um i know now you have like the little uh apps where you can just talk out the book or whatever but um yeah yeah, man so like yeah that's what people ask me you know all the time you're able to write a book in college like how you know and it's just about finding time making time um to do what you're interested in and if you're doing it and it's something that brings you fulfillment i can't tell you how many times like just being able to take my book uh that talks about you know unlocking your greatness and giving that to like a, a guy in middle school or a little girl in middle school and just seeing the look on their face. Like yeah. you don't find too many, um, you know, especially where I'm from, too many like 20 year old authors that, that have were able to like balance the two, going to college and, and like kind of really embarking on something as as cool and incredible as that. So uh it, it definitely brings me fulfillment. Um there, there's this guy. Uh, he wrote a book called something like "What Wakes You Up in the Morning." Like, um, you gotta find what that that thing is that wakes you up. You know, what is that that goal, that vision, that purpose that you that you see long term? And, um, yeah, man, I, I hope that that answered it.
0: Hundred percent, bro. So yeah, so basically, from what you know, like like that whole entire answer was, for example, you one of like the greatest things that I just took from that was about looking at what exactly you're currently doing right now right like where are you putting your time and your focus in right. Like, and what you said is a hundred hundred percent true because where you are spending your time is where you know your like future will, will like manifest itself from right yes so, love that answer bro so now I like kind of want to shift to the whole entire book side of things and two main questions about it. So first, how was that process of like actually publishing your own book? And how, like, because look, a lot of times, bro, people like Irish people see authors like us too and then think that it's like a really hard sort of thing. So what exactly was that process like for like you? And how difficult, quote unquote, is it? for anybody to actually write and then publish their own books?
1: I would say if you're going to publish your, uh, get your story out, the first, what I did was I didn't, until the time I first uh, committed, until like maybe two weeks before my book came out, or when the uh, cover was finished, um, I didn't say anything to anybody. It was just something I kept between myself and I, and um, I felt that was really important and beneficial, not because you're trying to walk around with a bunch of secrets, but it's it's because you you have to be, especially when you're young, and you're ambitious, and you have an entrepreneurial mindset, or you know you're you're doing something that's taking a risk as big as writing a book. You there you have to be low key in a way, like you have to be the type of person that okay. um, mm-hmm. does not make a whole lot of noise, because what can happen is you open yourself up to like all this attention, and sometimes like you can you know, other people's feedback can bring you down because everybody's not gonna be, you know, clapping for you, you know what I mean? So you have to that's like <laughs> Yeah, you, you just have to have like that that put your head down and work and then when the time is right, that's when you 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 look up and then you, you focus on something else. It's all about focus. Put your head down, work, be persistent and, and consistent in whatever you're doing and then you 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 lift your head up and work, you know what I mean? A lot of my, even going back to my TEDx preparation, you know, um, I had four months to get ready for, for that. Um, my, I had never been in California before. So, I, you know, I got on a plane my first time going to Cali- uh, California You it was there for four days. So a whole new state, a whole new area, um, you know, getting on a stage and like really just giving a 16 minute talk that was getting ready to go out before the world like I never, I didn't even really tell anybody until um, up until I was getting ready to leave that I was doing a TEDx talk because you have to be Sweet. focused on what you're yeah. doing and um, that's what it takes. You know what I mean? So a like lot you said people look at author and think like there's this big gap. No, I don't think there's this big gap. I just think you have to know what you want. Um, You have to like put money where your mouth is. And I know I mentioned earlier about uh, people like selling courses and everything like that. You know, at times you do. I believe have to invest in yourself, and um, you Absolutely. have to do it like mm-hmm. strategically and make sure that you know when you invest in yourself and, and you 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 know commit to paying for something and and really like you know whether it be a book or something. You also have a plan in place or like a marketing strategy in place where you can get the ROI on your investment. And and I think that's a big important uh, process as a uh, big, big important step as well. And um, that's, you know, what I tried to do, try my best to do. I'm still learning, man. I posted a, of saying something to somebody else yesterday about how, you know, all of my failures and mistakes have just made me like so wise at my age. So people look at me, people look at you and think you're so wise, right? But you know, you have all this wisdom and you're so smart, but it's really the fact that, no you you make so much so many mistakes you have no choice but to, but to know what to talk about to help somebody else man because it's like that's all a part of the process you know what i mean
0: agreed um agreed.
1: yes sir so
0: love that bro so right before i'm not like gonna ask this last question about you know like the whole entire book process well, mm-hmm. what, what you were just saying about like you know right there the whole entire wisdom side of things and like you know acquiring all of these failures before success besides the whole entire rejection period with getting on that TEDx stage what other sort of like pain points and like failure points did you experience before you know reaching this other level of success publishing your book getting on different stages you know going to a great college like what sort of other failures did you have b- like before that point
1: Man, it's just I'm I'm the type of person, it's not like the one or two big failures in my life. Every every single yeah. day I would I would say is a learning process for me. Um and you know, if you're not making mistakes, it's nothing wrong with making mistakes when you're young because mistakes are expected. It's about like what you do, the the what you learn from that mistake. And I would say just at times, you know, I'm like, oh my goodness, why in the world am I procrastinating so much? You know what I mean? There, I, I talked about how scholarships mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. me go to college, but there was also a lot of money that I missed out on because I, I didn't take advantage of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I got the full ride to college, agree, but you know, there were other opportunities. You just constantly um push, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can say the wrong thing. You know what I mean? You, it, it, you can have good intentions, but it just come out the right way, the wrong way. You're like, oh my goodness, did I just say that? So you got to be accountable for like your actions and what you say and what you do, even what you think. So like every, every single day is just like a learning process and it has to be a learning process, you know, um, in order for you to grow. And so I would just say taking all of that, you know, even at at 21 and and doing the best that I can to, um, to just try to grow and, and learn from my mistakes that will help you. Hopefully it helps like, you know, somebody that's kind of going through the same thing and you just have to be optimistic. You know what I mean? Definitely be in touch with like, you know, making sure you have that balance with like your success and your fulfillment, but also, you know, your faith because it's as much as it's hard to um talk about, like man, you just it's it's like, you know, everybody doesn't live forever. You know what I mean? So that's another important thing. You have to um like there there's this quote, I don't know I don't even know who came up with it, but like live your day, uh like it was your like it's your last day. You know, you hear that a lot every now and then. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I think that's very strong and that's very powerful because you never know. And so you want to make sure that, you know, people that you're coming in contact with or whatever you're doing, that's, that's bringing impact to somebody. um, You know, you're doing it to the best that you can and to the best of your abilities. So I think that um, that's vital, man.
0: Love it, man. Love it. So yeah, dude. And then wrapping up this whole entire episode, I just want to ask you one last question and it's about besides like obviously going through that whole entire process, you know, TEDx speaking and speaking on different other stages, what sort of power do you believe of like, does just having your own book have in in terms of not like, not only, you know, getting on stages, but also influencing people, you know, impacting people, you know, what sort of, you know, great thing about publishing your own book mm-hmm. came from you know, actually booking other gigs and stuff like that.
1: You will have haters. And, and guess what? A lot of people don't want to like pay attention to that or, you know, look at that as, as but you know, that, that is a lot of power with, with, with that, man. Like having a platform, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you have to prepare yourself for like, you know, everybody's not going to like you or um, support you. Or like even, you know, just a lot of people like, you know, that that are trying to do what you're trying to do, but they, they're like kind of envious or things like that. But that's where the power is because it just teaches, it makes you stronger. It teaches you to keep going. It, it's a part of that mental toughness, having that thick skin and being able to persevere and rise to the top, um, but have like a mindset to still um, help people along the way. So I would say that's kind of like one of the biggest things that I learned, especially I can speak on a lot. You know what I mean? If we have more time by the fact that, you know, I'm, I, I'm in college, you know what I mean? So, like, I interact with, um, you know, I, I just interact, not even not in college, with a lot of people on a daily basis and, like, you know, what I've noticed and things like that. So, um, but you need that mental toughness. And I would say, I know that wasn't, like, more so um, externally as far as opportunity, but it's definitely, like, an inward, a inward capability and, like,
0: characteristic. Gotcha, my friend. Gotcha. All right, man, dude. Like, thank you so much for just being on here, adding all of this value. And I really, really do appreciate. Thank you, man. Your your I'm time. I'm so happy,
1: man. <laughs> I appreciate you, man.
0: But yeah, all right. So then, just like one last thing to wrap up, where can all of the listeners find you? You know, get your book, even watch that TEDx talk. Just let us know here.
1: Isaiah Swift underscore Instagram, Isaiah Swift Facebook, Isaiah Swift Twitter. Isaiah, you don't even have to type in the TEDx title. Just type in Isaiah Swift on YouTube. I S I S A I A H Swift, like Taylor Swift, my cousin. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she just got that that corporate deal with um uh Capital One. I said, go ahead, go ahead, girl. <laughs> and, um, but um yeah, man, it's something I would really appreciate, especially with the TEDx talk. If people could watch it, watch it, Be share it, like it, and got I'll, it. I'll keep you all posted on that uh, podcast coming soon.
0: All right. All right. All right. So all of those links will actually be in our description. So anything that he just said right there, you guys can just, you know, link it down there. So yeah, man, again, really, really appreciative of your time. And I, you know, just to wrap up, thank you everyone who has been listening. And if you guys found some value, be sure to reach out to me or Isaiah and boom, we'll get started. Thank you,
1: man. I appreciate
0: you. All right. Sounds good, man. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye.